praise the Lord. I'm sorry, I just can't help myself. It's not me. I just know the spirit of the Lord is so heavy, so I just can't help this. Yes, this is the way the Lord wants it. I don't know. But I submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit to do what he has to do. I am just a vessel. And he has my voice to use. I put the cross before me. I stand behind the cross. I say, none of me at all, Lord. More of you. Touch your children. Amen. Touch us all, Lord. Amen. You are the same God you change at north. The woman with the issue of Lord touched you and she was healed. Jairus in his belief said, speak, Lord, and my daughter will be healed. We visited your word in Genesis this morning, Lord. And whatever you said came to stay. And you said it was good. Father, we thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I greet our pastor. Good morning, ma. I greet you, man, wonderful people of God. Today's another beautiful day. And as we plan to go into the next month, into the overflowing blessings of God, we pray that it will be a month of blessings in Jesus' name. The first teaching I did in this month was transforming the power to transform, to be transformed into enjoy the overflow of the blessings of God. That was, I think, I think two weeks ago. And the teaching then was just teaching us how we're going to enjoy being transforming to overflow God's blessing. That was that teaching. I just thought this morning, we'll take a bit of that teaching just to remind us. Because this year, 2014, I believe we all mean business to overflow. I mean business, I don't know about you, but I mean business. I mean business to overflow in blessings. I mean business to overflow in favor. I mean business to overflow in help. I mean business to overflow in breakthrough. I mean business to be able to, to be established, to prosper whatever I touch my hands. So I don't know about you. So I want, to, I want to be reminded. I want to be reminded of things that can hinder us. Because when we start the year, we make resolutions. But we are not making resolutions now. We want to know how do we overcome? How do we overcome things so we can tap into the overflow and in December 31st we are giving testimonies in Jesus name everything has requirements if you are coming to the United Kingdom you have requirements if you are going to take a job they tell you you have to have GCSE if it's the one that I want a degree you have to have a degree so we need to know what are the prerequisites we learned a few things about the prerequisites our anchor scriptures remind us John 7 37 to 39, I'll read. Whoever believes in me, on the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures have said, streams of living water will flow from within him. And that will be our portion in Jesus' name. My second anchor scripture is taken from the book of 3 John, chapter 1, verse 1. 
third John is just, just one verse, just one chapter. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper. <laughs> Even as thy soul prospereth. I think that's King James. I'll read this new King James Version. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you even as your soul is getting well. So God wants us to prosper. God wants us to prosper. And the last teaching which we looked at, one, I'm going to just take the step one. I will not go into the others. The word of God. The word of God. It's the word of God that we anchor everything on. The, God of, the word of God is the seed that we need to prosper. The word of God is the seed that we know that we grow in us and help us tap into our destiny. The word of God is the word of God that the word of God can transform us into overflow. It's the word of God that can show us the path to how we can tap in into this overflow this year in Jesus' name. The word of God is incorruptible. The word of God is a seed that continuously producing, it's a fruitful, it's not a dead word. It is, it is productive. It has all its origin in blessings. It is the gateway of God's blessings. And we can't achieve overflow blessings without the word of God. Prosperity, the world think about it is, is just, they think it's material, just money. More, there's more to prosperity. Prosperity is in, prosperity in health. Prosperity, when I say health, I mean physical health, I mean emotional health, I mean spiritual health. It's all prosperity. If you are prosperous in money and you don't have health and you don't have spiritual health, you don't have spiritual prosperity, you don't have health prosperity, it's nothing. So you must believe that God wants us to prosper in health, even as our soul prospereth. The process of God's, the word seed is to transform us. It's to transform us to be more like Jesus. It's to transform us to be more than what God wants for us in this book of promises. Overflow starts really with the word of God. And Jesus is the only key to the word, to, to heaven. And to the kingdom of God, there are only two keys, I said in that teaching, that covers all the commandments, love and obedience. I want us to look at the, somebody opened Matthew for me, chapter 22, 37 to 39. And somebody opened John 14, 15. Matthew 22, somebody there, 37 to 39. I'll read John 14, 15. If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever. The spirit of truth. Let's say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 22, has anybody got it? 37. Jesus, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God. With all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. 
Thank you. So we cannot do anything without loving, without love. And at times we believe that if we do the things of God without loving our neighbors, we are pleasing God. No. The key things is love and obedience. If you love God, you obey his commandments. He says, if you love me, you obey my commandments. And me and my father will come and live with you. God is sufficient for us. And he's independent on his own. He does not depend on us. We depend on him. For us to say we, do, we love God, we love the works of God, and we don't love our neighbors, then we are not pleasing him. I finally concluded that teaching that the word produces our thinking. Our thinking produces our emotions. Our emotions produces, produces our decisions. Our decisions produces our actions. Our actions produces our habits. Our habits produces our character. And our character produces our destiny. So whatever we find out we end up in life is based on how we handle the progression. And that is how we handle the word of God. It's the word of God that can transform our thinking. It's the word of God that can transform us, our thinking, our emotions, our decision. If we do all those things based on the word of God, we'll be fine. But Holy Spirit will help us in Jesus' name. He said, I will not leave you alone. I will send you a comforter. And that's why he sent us. We have the Holy Spirit. He said to Joshua, when Joshua was overwhelmed, how he was going to conquer the Israelites, the new mission. If we go to Joshua, he said, I will be with you. So also God is telling somebody today, I will be with you. The year is going to be, we are going to overcome in Jesus' name. We are going to walk into the overflow in Jesus' name. Some of us will buy houses in Jesus' name. Some of us will get married in Jesus' name. Some of us will have children in Jesus' name. Some of us will have new jobs in Jesus' name. Whatever you want, God will grant it in Jesus' name. He said, while you are yet praying, I have answered. He is the king of kings. He said, is there anything too hard for me to do? We need to forget the disappointment of last year. So this teaching today, I've kind of titled it Barriers to Overflow Blessings. What can be our barriers? What can hinder us not to enjoy this overflow? So that at the end of the year, we'll be thinking, oh, if I had known, but that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. That is, how we, that is why we are here to be reminded for the word of God. What will be our barriers? We are in a new year. We've declared this year the year of overflow. It's the year of our blessings. Many doors, many opportunities are waiting for us in Jesus' name. For those who will knock on these doors. Because some, at times the doors are there, the help is there, but we're not knocking. Because we haven't gotten the understanding of it. But God will help us this year. We will not only know the word, we will have the understanding in Jesus' name. We will not only have the understanding, we will walk in it in Jesus' name. So that we manifest in our life in Jesus' name. We will not be the same again this year. We will not suffer the, the problems that we have last year, this year in Jesus' name. It is all gone. He said, behold, I'm doing a new thing. 
So what we should be doing is a new thing, a new year, a new promotion, a new job, a new car, a new, a new. He said, I'm doing a new thing. This is a new year. This is a year of blessings. But what can hinder us? What will not make me? We all know Deuteronomy 28, how God pours blessings. Let us go to it. I want us to remember to just go through it. Deuteronomy 28. That chapter is full of God's blessings. And it's also full of curses. So there are two, it's two edges sword. He tells us this I will do. I'll just read a few. But he says, if you don't do this, this is what will happen. Those are like barriers. See, the Lord will establish you as his people, as promised on, your, on his oath, if you keep his commandments. He said, then all the people of the earth will see you, and are, they will see you, we see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you in Jesus' name. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in fruits of the womb in Jesus' name. The young of your livestock and the crops of your ground in the mighty name of Jesus. In the land that he swore to your forefathers, the Lord will open heavens, the storehouse of his bounty to, to send rain on your land in seasons and to bless all the work of your hands. Those are all the blessings. It's quite a lot. The Lord, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail in Jesus' name. You know, but he also goes back to say, if you don't do this, if you don't obey my commandments. And he said all the causes, which I really don't want to go into. But there are things for us to know that it is there. He gives you the blessings. Say it is there. But the, the simplest thing, that we have to keep to his word. We have to keep to his ways. I know some visa, I always go through visa because that's what a lot of us can really, visa requirements or admission requirements. If you, are, if you want to do medicine, if you don't have your science, you don't have chemistry, physics, math, biology, will you be accepted? So, you know, that's things of the world. I mean, if you're going to be promoted and you just started a job in a month, See, this month, Mr. Samurai started a new job, and there's a, there's a promotion for those who have been there for a long time. And um, except favor that can make you have to get promoted, except favor, and that's also possible. But if in that particular, particular establishment they say that you must work for one year before you get qualified, will she, will she even apply for it? She has to wait for her own turn. So things of God to have things that we need to do. So that's why I look at what are the hindrances. What hindrances can keep us not to tap into this overflow? The root of bitterness. You know, because Satan knows that we are going to overcome. He knows the plan that God has for us. He knows our Heavenly Father loves us. He knows he has made everything abound. He said, let there be, let there, let, let, let there be light. There was light. He created everything. He created man. He said, let man have dominion. Over all these beautiful things. That's the love he has for us. When one, one, when one man missed it because made us misty, he sent his son. That no, I will see these are my children. We must fellowship together till eternity. That was how he created us. But you know, Satan knows the plan for God. So he will come with his own ploy. So we need to be sensitive to the ploy of Satan. 
sensitivities. God opened our spiritual antenna so that we can be sensitive because it comes in different forms. And he use anybody. At times we'll be praying and miss. We'll be thinking it's one sister that is doing me, it's one brother is doing me. We should pray for the devil that is doing me. It's Satan. It's the spirit behind. It just, it just happened to manifest through that person. That's how the devil works. He comes in disunity. That is his number one thing. He causes divisions among brethren. He causes division among in homes, husband and wife, sister and brothers, brethren in church, in departments, disunity. That's one of the ploy. And when disunity starts, offense steps in. After offense steps in, unforgiveness steps in. After that, bitterness. That's the progression. That's the progression. But Psalm 133 says, Behold, how pleasant is it for brethren to dwell together in unity. Behold, how precious it is for brethren to dwell in unity. It's like the precious oil from the head running down the beard, the beard of Aaron, run to the edge of his garments. The roots of bitterness. Hebrew 12, 14 to 15. She says, pursue peace with all men. Open it, please. Pursue peace with all men. And holiness, and with all men, and holiness, without no one, without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up, causing trouble, by this many become defiled. Pursue peace, pursue holiness. It is a new year. We are going to overcome in Jesus' name. We will all walk in the overflowing blessings of God. We will all walk in favor. We will all walk in, 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 in divine breakthrough, in divine favor, in help, in blessings, in health. But we need to pursue peace. And there's somewhere in Proverbs that says that a peaceful heart, I think Proverbs 4, says a peaceful soul has, it stays in a, in a healthy body. Be at peace. How is bitterness established? It defiles the body. It defiles the mind. Spiritually, you are defiled. It starts from offense. Let's go to Matthew 18.7. It starts from offense. We need to be armed because offense will come. In the course of the year, offense will come. We'll offend each other in our departments. We'll offend each other at home. Our sisters will not call us. We'll offend each other. Somebody will speak rudely to you. You'll be offended. Somebody will tell you to do something. You'll be offended. Somebody will grieve your spirit. You by just their looks, will be offended. So offense will come. But, but Matthew 7, 18, 7 says, Woe to the world. Because of things that cause people to sin. Such sin, such things must come. But woe to the man through whom they come through. 
offense will come. But the word of God is saying that woe to the person that brings the offense. If I know I'm, if I step on you, I will offend you and I come to do it. That is woe. Why should I come and step on you when it's not going to hurt you? So I pray this year, God will help us in Jesus' name. Offense will not come through us in Jesus' name. Let us see those things as barriers. As barriers. It's a mission this year. Because last year, we saw all those testimonies that, come through, that came through. When I have declared this year as a year of overflow, me, I want to overflow in blessing. So I am going to really guard my heart this year. And it's this year that I will give more. Because you want to overflow, it's why I'm going to give more. I'm really going to give more. You make your decisions on the word of God, on the seed word. Acts 24, 16. This was Paul was saying, I myself strive to have a conscience without offense towards God and man. So try. Try. It might not be an easy one, but try. If somebody offends you, choose not to be offended. And let God judge who, who, who is bringing that offense. But I believe in God that this year we will all guard our hearts in Jesus' name. Strife and contention. Conflicts of interest. This was Paul still telling people, uh, he, the people of Corinthians. First Corinthians. Say, you are still canal. For where there is envy, strife. Divisions among you. You are still carnal. Are you not carnal like men? Let us open First Corinthians. Are you not carnal like men? Why do you allow strife, divisions among you? Unforgiveness, bitterness, sins that are not easily forgiven. And we keep it. At times we say, we hear we are forgiven, but we cannot forget. But God will help us to forget in Jesus' name. We will not lose our blessings. I'm still talking about hindrances. Barriers to the blessings, to the overflow blessings. Matthew 6, 14, 15. If you forgive, you will be forgiven. The word of God said so. Matthew 6. If you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly father will forgive you also. 15, God always warns us. He said, but if you do not forgive men their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. I don't think I want to be in that situation. It is not a good place not to be forgiven by God. It's like a door closed. God will not let door close on our face in Jesus' name. It's like a stronghold. So the area of forgiveness is very important. This is January. Forgive, forget. It gets to a stage, you have to forget when you stop. When, when, when the head gets too much, pray for the person. I didn't get that one day. I needed to, let me tell the trick I use. If somebody offends me and I feel offended and I feel hurt, my husband has said one day that I cry. Not all the time. But I will pray for the person. When I start to pray for the person, I start to feel better about the person. 
I take that unction to start to pray for the person. So that when I see the person, I don't feel hurt. We need to talk about these things practically so we can help each other. So when you see the person, the hurt is not there. Even if you bring it up, you bring it up at the, at the latter that the hurt will be gone completely and you'll be approaching it in a lighter mode. But if you're hurt and you are still, and you approach it at that particular time, you yourself will go into sin because then you'll say all sorts of things that you, you, you now regret. But God will, God will help us in Jesus' name. Forgiveness is very, very important. We must not live in, in forgiveness. It closes the door completely. It shuts the door completely. No matter how much prayer you pray, it just shuts the door. But that will not be our portion in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit will help us this year in Jesus' name. In all our areas of weaknesses. That offense will come, but God will give us the grace to dismiss and forgive and forget in Jesus' name. And not bring, keep bringing them up and bringing up. If we bring it up, like one will remember it, will remember it that, oh, we've prayed on this. That's an forgotten issue. God help us in Jesus' name. Galatians 5.19, 5.19-20. It says that the works of flesh are evidence, which are idolatry, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contention, outburst of wrath, outburst of wrath, selfish ambition, dissension, and heresies. Those are things that we see day to day, and those are things that really brings us into stronghold. Uncleanness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, Outbursts of wrath, selfishness, ambition. You know, there are things that in one way or the other, at times we fall into it, when we fall out of it, we fall into it, we fall out, but God will help us in Jesus' name. He says in chapter 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with his passion and desires since we live by the spirits. Let us keep in step with the spirit. Let us not be concise, provoking and envying each other. This is, the, this is the seed word for us. There are seed words for us to know how to use them so that we can overflow in God's blessings. We should indulge, we should crave for goodness, we should crave for gentleness, we should pray for patience, we should crave for, for, for love, we should crave for, you know, the fruits of the womb, faithfulness, we should gentleness, self-control, and it is possible. Tell somebody it is possible. It is possible. We are not meant to just be screaming at each other. We are not. It is possible. It is doable, really. But we have to make that decision. What seed? You decide. He gave the, indecision, the, the invitation. Is there any one of you thirsty? 
let him come and drink. So you decide to go and drink. And you decide to covet the spirits, the fruits of the spirit. Living are always back. Living. Copy good things. Who are your friends? I thank God for this life. For the past 12 years, I've known Pastor Duque. More than 12 years now. But one thing I know God brought me, me in closer to her is to tap into her patience. And that is what I have learned by walking closer to her. And I know God had done it for a purpose. I have never been a patient person. Really, I don't have time for, I call it idiosyncrasies. You know, I really don't have time. But I've come to realize that I can suffer, I can endure long suffering through her. So who are you tapping from? Really, my, my friends who are not in the level that I am, they call me stupid. Ah, Ronkel T. Dodell, you know. They tell me, Ronkel, you're not, you're not stupid. But I, they don't know. I see what they are seeing, but I'm not like that anymore. I, ne I never have patience. So, and choose your friends. Choose friends that will help you make heaven. Choose friends that will help you change things that are, you yourself know are deterrent to you. Who can, who can really criticize oneself? It's you. Except you are a liar. If you lie to everybody and you lie to yourself, yay, you'll be a liar forever. <laughs> Do you understand? If nobody sees you and you cannot see yourself, you've got big problem. Thank you, thank you, massive one, but I might not say massive one. You must be able to know your shortcomings. You must be able to know that when you do these things and you affect people, come, people, what are the feedbacks you get? And what do you do with those feedbacks? Do you adjust? Or do you keep saying, that's how I was made, you know? And in my family, that's how we are, you know? That's an African thing. It's not biblical. If you watch yourself, people keep running away from you. Watch yourself. But God help us in Jesus' name. The word of God is continuous. We will still preach the same word two months' time. The more we hear it, the more we become it. The more we become it. I'm talking about hindrances to overflow. God will help us. Judgments. We judge ourselves. When the word of God says, judge not so that you will not be judged. Matthew 7, 1 says, judge not that you will not be judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. 3 says, and, and why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye when you cannot pick the plank in your eyes? To judge is to condemn. It is not discernment. Some people confuse judgment and it's discernment. No, it's judgment. But God says judgment is mine. You do not have to be in agreement with somebody, but you don't have to judge the person. All you can do is just pray and not criticize and condemn the person. If we decide this year as brothers and sisters that this year one of our mottos will be not judging each other, not criticizing each other. If we've not done things well, Pray for us. Love us more. Give us hints of how we can be much better in a loving way. We'll grow. That's our level in Jesus' name. 
We will grow because things are going to change. There will be new structures in this church. So if we stand and start judging, then we cannot, we'll still be in the level of judgment. No. Judgment is the Lord. And the yardstick is not the, is not the man of God or the woman of God. Pastor will tell you the yardstick is the Lord. When people are put in positions, they, are, they have been led by the, woman, by, by the woman of God to put those people. And when those people are put, we are not to judge them. If they are not doing things right, we don't say, see, see, oh, see. Have you seen? Ha, those people, they just put their, do you know? Please, let our words that we will do this year be words that will bring us together. The words that will gather us together. That will unify us together. We will grow together. We will, be, we will walk into the God's blessings together. Love builds. Love builds. Therefore be merciful as your father also is merciful. That's what God told us in Luke 36. Say let us be merciful. Let us be merciful to each other. Let us be merciful to each other. Let's just think mistakes are mistakes and overlook them. Oh, that's how that person, because we are all at different levels. I always tell people who are close to me that the, the church is like a hospital. We all have different illnesses. Some are acute, some are chronic. The acute ones are the ones that come in, whoop, and they get blessed and, and they stay put and they accept Jesus and they don't go back again. The chronic ones are born again, spirit-filled, they are still committing the same sin. You will still find them in the level of gossiping, still finding them in the level of rebellion. They are the crowd. So we're all at a different level. But God loves us the same. And what he has mandated shepherds, pastors to do is gather everybody, both the sheep and the goats, both the lovable and the unlovable, to keep teaching the word till he comes. Love builds us, and God will help us in Jesus' name. Let us forgive and forgive and forgive. Let us stop judging each other. Those are things that will break up, that, that will be barriers and hindrances to our flowing blessing. The fifth one is the blame, the blame game. The blame game. It's not me. It's not my responsibility. Who are those who are supposed to put the chairs? It's not me. It's not my department. Who are supposed to have food clean the kitchen? It's not me. It's not me. We, we, are, we litter the whole place and at home too, and in our relationships, too, we blame. Husband blame wife, wife blame husband. Sisters blame brothers, brothers blame. Even children blame mother. They blame their mothers and parents. We tend not to realize that at times people do things in the way they understand at a particular level. Mothers have tried. Mothers have really tried. Fathers have tried. So what they are able to do, some people are here still blaming that. If only my father was rich, I would not be suffering like this. If only, if only, if only. And you tell them, now it's your turn, you are grown, you should be rich. <laughs> we produce, hey, you know, you should be rich, you know. You, you know, you, we blame. Oh, we blame and blame and blame. We blame each other. If only this, if only that, if only this. But let us take responsibility and accountability and walk in the word of God. Things might not be going right for wife. Husbands, don't blame your wife. If only you can support me. Support me, I will achieve. 
and the woman, that's the best she can do. And the husband too might not be able to do much and the wife is doing better. If only you can help me. At that particular time, maybe that's what the man is able to do. But the key thing is openness. If we are open with each other, say, this is what I earn, this is what I have, how can we work with this? Openness. I thank God for Apostle yesterday. He's one man I know that speaks the truth. We put culture into a lot of things. We put tradition into a lot of things. And that's what it brings, then it becomes stronghold. Because if you did not see your father do this, you will not do this. Young men, don't do that. You must show love to your wives. Anytime I get privileged to talk to men, I tell them from my open heart, the secret to a woman is to give her love. Women strive in love. They grow in love. It's easy. They flourish in love. It's easy for a woman to submit if you show her love. If you don't have 1,000 pounds and you have 100 pounds and you can't really show her, darling, I have 100 pounds. She will manage that 100 pounds. That is what a woman is. And <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you understand? A woman flourish. Men, you see? Men. Amen. Because you know, you know the devil is attacking homes. I phoned my friend yesterday. He was telling me in, in Nigeria that they had a survey that 88% of homes are being run by women. Men are, don't want to take responsibility. It aches me. I, when I see a man, I pray. When my grandson was born, I prayed so much into him. When I'm, when I'm washing, bathing him, I'll be praying. You'll be, a, you'll be the head in your house. You'll cater for your wife. You'll love your wife. You'll, you'll not wait for a woman to feed you. you I, was, I would pray. I say you will be a man because when you lose your position, you start getting disrespect because then you now put you without knowing, you start putting the pressure on your woman. I'm not a feminist, I'm just speaking the word of God. Women, please, men, please love your wives. And also, the secret to prosperous prosperity for man is a man that obeys the mandate of God. The mandate of God says, men loves your wife so that it may be well with you. Even says if you love your wife, your prayers will be answered. Your prayers will be answered. If you've not seen your father hug your mother, you hug your wife. If you've not seen your, your father call your, 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 your mom, honey, there, you do it. They get, so, they get so traditional and they cannot call their wives, darling, honey, sugar. You know? Well, I'm talking to this younger generation. I'm talking to the younger generation. We don't want you to miss it. We really don't want you to miss it. We really don't want you to miss it. Some of us in our, in our generation have missed it. But we are still praying for God to, 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 to bring their memory back. That women still love world love. Over 50, you still like world love. Do you understand? We need to. It is what keeps the home. The devil does not want the family to, suck, to exist. And most women want to stay married. Most. 75% women. But they need the help and cooperation of men. And women. We need to learn to be humble. And respect. We need to respect our husbands. No matter what they do. Since the day you have said, I do. You have to show respect. No matter what. It's very, very important. 
we must respect our husbands. Our really men thrive and we respect them. But when we bring them down, they don't thrive. They don't. God help us in Jesus' name. I'm talking about barriers to overflowing. The roots of bitterness established by disappointments. The roots of bitterness established by disappointments. Some of us have been waiting on things that we want the Lord to do for us. And because of that, along the line, we have become disappointed. And because we have become disappointed, a part of us is not really serving. It's serving, but our heart is always stuck in that disappointment. Our heart is always scarred with that disappointment. But God is saying, should get out of that disappointment. I can do a new thing. Disappointment takes you to a level of bitterness. Really, disappointment has made quite a few believers to backslide because they think day in, day out, 365 days I've come to church. I've prayed to this God. This God has not answered. One, 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 one book I was reading said, even though it's an answer, it's an answer. It's also an answer because it might not even be good for you. We should be sensitive to where God wants us to be. So we don't carry our disappointment so far. I believe that we should, have, we should not have a conscience full of offense towards God. I believe that we should make our conscience clear. I believe we should rest in his promise that he's more than able to do. I believe that God's plan for us are good plans. If he has not done it, it is not right for us. He, but he will do it. Amen. The timing might not be right. Probably he's waiting for you to get to a particular level before he can give you that whatever you are believing him God for. And maybe he's using that time to make you stronger. When we came to this country, I was at the age of like really wanting to be very, very rich back home. Very, very rich. Because I used to work in the bank and I knew so many, many big people. So when the banking market crashed, I went into contracts. And I got to a place particular day in Abuja. And I sat down. In that particular garden, there were so many. So many people, different levels. We all wanted to see the ministers. I was not this close to God. But that day I knew God spoke to me. I sat down. I was dressed up, decked up, you know, like that. Then the Holy Spirit spoke to me strongly. What are you doing here? I looked. He spoke again. What are you doing here? And I hated myself for being there. That was my beginning of my journey to God. I heard it. That was my beginning. I needed to get out of the world to come. So I began to start to go to church. My life began to change. And I, came to I went to a trip on China the following year. And in the plane, God spoke to me. When you get home, come, go and bring your children to UK. It's not by your power. It's not by your mind. The Holy Spirit said, it is by my power. I knew this was God speaking again. Because I was so much in the world. And I went and I fasted and I prayed along with the pastor. I was, and on the day of the visa, it was like the visa was waiting for me. I went and they were asking me, you've been traveling all over. Why haven't you been taking your daughters? I said, oh, I just wanted them to be grow, 
so that they can appreciate. And they gave papa, pa, pa, they gave us. Everybody could not believe. I was a single mother, you're not married, and they gave to you. Normally they would say, take one child so that you can have something to come back to. So they gave us and we came. But when we came here, we began the Israelites' journey. We suffered. I'm bringing this now so that you can know that all, whatever you're going through is not peculiar to you. Somebody has gone through it. We suffered. We really suffered. There are times we would buy chips. We would not be able to put sausages. When I go to people's homes and they see them eating oxtail and shaki, ah, and I'll be looking at them, ah, these people are rich. Because then the only thing I could afford for my daughters were just wings. Wings are cheaper. A pound of wings for something pee. And we do potatoes and that was it. But God wanted to take me to a journey. If I did not, and I'm telling you, one thing I realized that I sacrificed my daughters that, that they, can, they can come to the UK and go to the best universities. I used to tell them that, don't worry, these rich people that you see, you go to the same university with their children. And God listened and God heard everything. But it was a process. But in the process, I was still keen. So whatever it is, but was our parents answered, no, we had to wait for about six years in that struggle which I'm not going to bore you with, but it was a big struggle. But I had to forget. Every year goes, I will still continue to pray because I made up my mind that I want to test this God. If he does not answer this year, he will answer the following year. And maybe the time. But when the time was right, it was so swift like that and he didn't share the glory with anybody. Only God did it. So I don't know where you are today, but I'm telling you that disappointment will come. But don't carry any offense to God because I don't know if you carry offense with God, who can help you? else? You are being offended by the king of kings, the lord of lords, the great I am, the one that created all universe, the one whose hands, kings and princes, is in his hands. You want to be in offend with him. Who will you run to? You can be offended by a pastor. You go and beg God. But you want to be offended by God. You want to show offense that I'm, I'm fighting with God. I'm fighting with God. God, that will not be your portion in Jesus' name. It will come. Disappointments will come. But John, first John, let's open first John. First John 5:14. 5, 5:14 5, says, This is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we have, what we have asked him, and that will be our portion in Jesus' name. Let us live in accordance to God's will. Let us live according to God's will. Let us live according to God's word. Let the seed word be our mandate, our, our, our yardstick. Whatever you need, check the Bible. Whatever you are going to, check the concordance. Look at it. Look at the word seed for it. There's the word seed for every situation. If you are sick by your stripes, you are healed. You know? If you are afraid, say to yourself, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You know? If you are afraid, say no weapon form fashioned against you shall prosper. Those are your seeds. Pick a seed that will make you come alive. If you feel afraid you are going for an interview, remember God said, is there anything too hard for me to do? Yeah. Say, God, I'm going. I don't know how I'm going to be, but I need your favor. There is nothing that is too hard for you to do. 
Because offense will come. Disappointment will come. But we, will, we will know we are sensitive to these barriers, these hindrances. So we walk towards it. We walk, when they are coming, we, we carry the armor. I want you to, to rest in Ephesians 5. Ephesians 6, that talks about the armor of God. I want you to rest. Ephesians 6, that talks about carrying the armor of God. Rest in it for the whole year. That should be your mandate. Rest in it. Carry the armor of God. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the power of this dark world, against the spiritual forces and evil in the heavenly realm. Therefore, put on the full armor, so that when the day of evil comes, you may stand your ground. And after you have done everything, you stand. Put on the arm of God. Carry the word of God in your heart. No matter what you are hearing that back home they are saying you will, you will not prosper. No, no, that's not your problem. That's not your portion. Carry the word of God. Against any doubt, every plan of the enemy. Carry it. You, have, you are in the United Kingdom. You will prosper in Jesus' name. You are a Joshua generation. Whatever you have come to this land to, to, to reap, that will be your portion in Jesus' name. Carry the armor of God. Stand firm in the word of God. Stand with the, with, with the belt of truth buckled in your waist. Stand with the breastplate of righteousness in your place. Stand with your feet in readiness to come and give the gospel of peace. In addition, stand and take up your shield of faith. Don't look at what the world is enjoying. It is only transient. It is only for a minute. It is only for a minute. A lot of people mocked us when we left Nigeria. A lot of people mocked us, but today they can't mock us. They now say, ah, Ronke, you, you, are, you are lucky, you are blessed. Everything is going on well. But they didn't say that years ago. But I'm very sure if I did not choose to stand in the word of God and say, I am going to be close to this God. I want to know this God. I don't want my children to grow up knowing one uncle, Uncle Tony, Uncle David, Uncle this. I don't want. Amen. I want my girls to be women of excellence. Amen. And God answered my prayers. So what price are you paying? What do you want? What are you ready to sacrifice for that thing that you want to attain? You want to attain your stay here. What are you sacrificing for God? And God, you know, you are sacrificing. Are you still womanizing? Are you still gossiping? All those things are hindrances. Though. They are barriers. I said last thing, believe, imagine yourself, you have a cloth righteous gown put on you and all those sins they are stains you don't want your life to be in stain of sins you want to marry well start to sow the seed young girls treat young men very well be nice to them respect them speak well so that god can bring you a nice husband eh? when you start treating this brother say this brother something this brother this this brother you know you start treating them rubbish, and you are believing god for a special man and you are treating a man please treat Men very well. Respect them, honor them. Whatever you want. People are believing God for children of the womb. Treat other children very well. Sow seeds into other children's life. What you want, sow that seed word. Sow it. It's not too late. You want your children to live happily. Bless other children. Because their parents are not here. You are like their mother. Bless them. You are like their sister. Bless them. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Let's begin to round up. Malachi 3, 7. Malachi. Malachi 
says, for, for as far as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts. He says, return to me. That's the bit of Malachi I want to use. Let us return to the Lord. Let's return to him wholeheartedly. He's more than able to do it. He's still the same God. The same God that, have vindicate, that had vindicated people that you know. I've just told you a bit of my story. I cannot spend the whole day preaching about myself. But I'm telling you that, he's, that God is faithful. He is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. He says, I, the Lord, do not change. So you, all descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. Ever since the time of your forefathers, you have turned away from my decrees. I don't want to say that. As he said, return to me, and I will return to you, says Almighty. But you ask, how can we return to you? And God says, will a man rob me? You rob me. You ask, how do you rob me? In tithes and in offering. In tithes and in offering. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Everything of the Lord is, 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 is opposite each other. It's not like the, that, 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 like the, like the laws of the, world, of the world. If you don't have money, that's the best time to give. You want money. If you want love, that's the best time to show love so you can get love. He said, test me, says the Lord, and I will throw open the floodgates of heaven. When additions first started, we started in a very, very small place. And I remember I used to tight every day on every hair I do. Then I could only do one hair. Because I could not even do, do any other job than just that. And God enabled me faithfully because of my faithfulness in my tight to get into the big place. Today, addition, we've closed our business now because of a few issues that we had. But we have moved into a higher level. Amen. You know, we have moved into a Because God enabled us, we, we own that property. Because somebody was telling me a story. Maybe God sent that person to tell me that story to make me, make me happy. He was telling me she had a friend who had a nursing home. And they lost everything that they had. They lost everything all they had because of things that grew up in nursing home. These are Asians, doctor and nurse, both of them. So they had to go back to start to do locum. The husband was an accountant. The husband had to be working like a carer and doing accounts so that they can rebuild themselves. But I thank God, in spite of everything, we still own the building. We didn't, come, we didn't come with anything, no. Mm -hmm. I didn't come with anything. The one, once I came to this country, I lost everything. People who knew me, it's like Stanley knew me a long time, how we started, it was very rough. But I'm telling you, that same God that did mine can do yours in Jesus' name. And he's still the same God. But the secret, you ask me what was the secret, it was being seed word. My word, my life is based on seed word. And as such, I'm not telling you it's easy seed word. But no matter how much I struggle around, I can't get back. That's the only thing I know is the seed word. Use the word of God. It's a seed that grows. It does not stay on You send the seed. It will grow. Send the seed. It will grow. Use the seed word. That is what we stand on. Amen. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All the ground is sinking sand. My faith. My faith is built on nothing else. Jesus Christ, the justness 
I cannot stars the sweetest frame, but only lean on Jesus' frame. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. The ground is sinking sand. Say, have we come to the fountain of life? Are you drinking of its fullness? Are we living in its love? This is the life of the spirit, the health of the body, the secret of our joy. May we seek this overflowing life and become channels only. All his wondrous power flowing through us so that he can use us every day and every hour. Let's rise up. As the dear panted, so our streams. As the dear panted for streams, so our soul pants for you, Lord. Our soul tests for you, Lord. Begin to tell God, my soul tests for you, Lord. My soul tests for you, Lord. I yearn for your living water, Lord. I yearn for your living water. My spirit is patched until you fill me up. Fill me with the water, Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. My vitality is ebbing away until your spirit flow through me. I want to be active again. Let your streams of living water flow through me in Jesus' name. Nothing but your water will satisfy my deepest thirst. Come and fill my thirsty heart, Lord. Come and fill us, Lord. Every areas of heart, Lord Father, come and heal us in Jesus' name. You are our helper. You are our comforter. You are our internal rock of ages. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Say, Lord, you are my helper, Lord. Begin to pray, Lord. I long for you, Lord. Fill me anew, Lord. Help me to remember all these barriers, Lord. Keep me, Lord, to yearn for the spirits of the, of the Holy Spirit. Father, Lord, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, not to stand in offense in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to walk in unforgiveness in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us, Lord. Help us our unforgiveness, Lord. Help every bitterness in our lives, Lord. Help every blame in our life, Lord. We take, we take, we take authority, Lord, upon your word, Lord. That we will yearn for you, Lord. We will walk according to your word in the mighty name of Jesus. We will walk according to your word, Lord. Father, Lord, every area, Lord, that we are not able to say out, Lord, that is, that is, that is hurting us, Lord. Father, we submit them one. We go home, Lord, with new joy, Lord. To be filled with your joy, Lord. To be filled with your joy, Lord. To be renewed by you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. You are our helper, Lord. You are our helper, Lord. You are our helper, Lord. We keep coming to you, Lord, because you are our helper, Lord. You are our eternal rock of ages. We submit this year to your feet, Lord. We submit January, Lord, which is gone. We submit February all to December at your feet, Lord. Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus, keep us to remember all these hindrances. Help us to walk in your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to walk in your word, whatever area we might find ourselves with. 
Help us, Lord, to help in your word. As families, help us to walk in your word, Lord. Um, as men, women, children, youth, help us to walk in your word, Lord. As every department, brethren, as brothers and sisters, help us to walk in your word, Lord. Help us to be sensitive, Lord, to the ploy of Satan. Help us, Lord. Holy Spirit, do only what you can do, Lord. Help us, Lord. Purge us, Lord. Wash us, Lord. We decide, Lord, to run after you, Lord. We decide, Lord, to test for you, Lord. We decide, Lord, to seek your face. And when your hands are on this child, your grace abound to be, O oh Lord. Oh Lord, you're beautiful. Your face is all I see. And when your hands are on this child, your grace abounds to be. Lord, when your face are on us, when your hands are on us, your grace are bound to be. Your favor has gone to be. Your mercy are bound to be. Your fruitfulness are bound to be. Your breakthroughs are bound to be. Your deliverance are bound to be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we put our hands, Lord. We hide our hands, our head under your hands, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, touch us, Lord. Engulf us, Lord. Touch us, Lord. Keep us in your tabernacle, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. We surrender, Lord. Do only what you can do, Lord. Guide our hearts, Lord. Keep us to walk in line with you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Just give you this time to just say a quiet prayer to the Lord of what you want him to do for you this year. I don't know what your own shortcomings are. I just said my, I didn't have patience, but I prayed for patience. What is your own area? What will hinder you just reflects. He's more than able to help you. Holy Spirit, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us in our weaknesses, Lord. Revive us, Lord. Give us a turnaround, Lord. We choose to return to you, Lord. Transform us according to your word, Lord. You are the porter. We are your clay, Lord. You said, above all, you wish us to prosper. Above all, you wish us to prosper in our soul, our health, spiritually, and emotion. You wish us to prosper. We choose to prosper, Lord. We choose to prosper, Lord. We choose to walk in your overflow. As we go on this week, Lord, Father, cover us with the blood of Jesus. Let your hands be upon us, Lord. Let your favor locate us, Lord. Let help locate us, Lord. Whatever we have come to this gathering this morning with, that need, that need, Lord, touch it, Lord. Manifest yourself, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.